Welcome to this rebroadcast of Hope in the Night. We hope the content of this program will bring you biblical hope and practical help. Now here's Hope in the Night with June Hunt. Welcome to Hope in the Night, late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. June, it seems like more and more people are struggling with this idea, this feeling of loneliness in our world and uh, wonder what are some uh, what are some ways that uh, uh, things that can cause people to feel lonely? Well, there are definitely multiple causes. In other words, a, a key one would be not knowing how to connect with people. I mean, you can be around individuals, um, but you find uh, just the small talk, you know, whether it's news, whether sports. Um, it, it doesn't give the emotional closeness that is typically very meaningful for all of us. Um, if If we don't have it, there can be a definite void. Now, some people are afraid of emotional intimacy. Uh, I'm just thinking right now about several people who, what well, one person um, doesn't want people to know pain that she's experiencing in, uh, in her uh, family life and where a, a son has gone astray. And she doesn't want to admit that. Uh, many can can feel uh, fearful of rejection uh, or abandonment or heartbreak. Uh, so they hold back from an emotional connection that could be very meaningful um, and, and promoting genuine love. And, um, you know, I think about the scripture uh, in Psalm 27, even if my mother and father abandon me, the Lord will hold me close. Part of this is having a relationship that you develop with the Lord himself. And the more secure you are in who he really is and what he plans to do, he will fulfill the purpose for what you're for which you're created. And you can't be any more fulfilled than when you are fulfilling, accomplishing what God created you to do. Um, And yet, if there's no relationship with the Lord, uh, He's the one who created you. He's the one who has the plan and purpose for you. All the more, I just find it so important to help people understand, like, for example, to be in a meaningful church. I'm talking one that is biblically based, not just going to church to go to church, but um, to get into a Bible study there and to learn how God literally wants to interact in your life, what his plan is for you. Uh, If it's a really... uh, and and I know what it's like to be in a church where you just go to church. Mm-hmm. That's not what we're talking about. I'm talking about where you're with the family of God, meaning those who have yielded their will, their wills 
to his will and those who are growing Christians, um, it's never too late to reach out and say, okay, I'm willing. Sometimes we are called in our ministry. Sometimes people are calling our uh, the, the, the radio station uh, that they hear this program on, and they'll say, do you have a suggestion for a, a church uh, for me to go to? The key is, do they actually teach from the Bible? The Bible is God's Word. It's not just an old book. And... Um, uh, and and see, these are, there are times when you can be going through a great deal of change. You could um, feel misunderstood. All kinds of painful uh, experiences that we could have. Some feel they've lost touch with themselves, meaning they used to have certain values, some, certain dreams or goals, and yet uh, because of other people in their lives... Uh, they they feel adrift. Well, so the Lord says, and this is huge, uh, Jeremiah 29, 11, the Lord says, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. So all the more, yes, you could have had uh, your plans not be fulfilled, the things that you thought you would experience, and you can feel very lonely as a result. But all the more to get with people who are true, authentic Christians, to get into a church, in a, like a church Bible study. It's not just going to a corporate church service, but it's where you're learning from God's Word, uh, I, I'm a part of a Bible study where I attend. I also teach at times. So be aware, though, if you're spending time with the wrong people. Mm, the Bible says, do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. So you may have to change the people that you're around in order for you to have fulfilled relationships. That's right. Fulfilled. In fact, uh, and, and you have that, Jeff. Mm -hmm. I know that because the Bible says, "As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another." That's what is especially meaningful. What does the Bible say about anxiety, abuse, or grief? Does the Bible really say anything about addiction, boundaries, or dealing with difficult people? As June Hunt has often said. There really are biblical solutions to all of life's struggles. We are excited to let you know about the newest and most comprehensive resource from June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart, the Care and Counsel Library. Developed over a span of 35 years with the help of pastors, counselors, and ministry leaders, the Care and Counsel Library is a 50-topic, 10-volume set of books which provide clear answers from God's Word on real-life issues. This is a must-have resource for anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom. And right now, you can save 25% when you get the whole set. Check out the Karen Council Library today at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. 
No matter what you're facing, there's hope. Sometimes it's hard to believe that. When we face challenges at home, work, in our family, or maybe a private struggle, it can be hard to see what God is doing. The good news is, you're not alone. If you're facing a difficult life issue, we'd love to help. Give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17 to talk with June Hunt on the Hope in the Night broadcast. You can talk with June about any issue, whether it's family, marriage, anxiety, anger, abuse, grief, or just the everyday stress of life. June would love to hear your story and work through it together with God's Word. The Bible says there is surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. If you'd like to talk with June, give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17. That's 1-800-644-4817. Your story might bless someone else's life. Welcome back to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we want to help you, and we want to help you help others. Our customer support team is available at 800-488-HOPE, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'll help guide you to God's hope through our resources. If there's something that piques your interest there, you can talk to them about uh, something that might be happening in in your life, or if you'd like more information on a topic we cover here on the program, just talk to them and they'll be glad to recommend some resources. We do have our keys for living we're recommending tonight called Guilt, Living Guilt-Free. And again, customer support is at 800-488-HOPE. If you'd like to speak with June about a specific situation in your life on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night, give us a call at 800-NIGHT-17. And that's 800-NIGHT-17. When you call, you'll leave a message for us. We'll get back to you as soon as possible and schedule you for an upcoming Hope in the Night. We'd love to hear from you and see what questions you have, uh, maybe a struggle that you're having and you'd like some insight on that. You'd like some practical steps, some biblical uh, foundation as to uh, the help that you can get, and we would love to help you with that. The number, again, 800-NIGHT-17, and uh, we have availability coming up in the next few days. So again, call us at 800-NIGHT-17. We want to welcome back to the program now, Rachel. Well, my friend, I have thought about you, and uh, my heart's been with you because you said that you had lost your partner um, a a week ago, meaning a little more than a week now, and uh, to an overdose. And you are 34 years old, and you have um, a a one-year-old, a two-year-old, and then he had a nine-year-old and ten-year-old. So in your in your home, am I correct that there are four children um, age ten or younger? Yes. Mm. Well, sweetheart, um, I think anyone who understands uh, loss would have great compassion for you because you were even trying to help him um, to, to encourage him uh, to try to, uh, uh, you know, when when there's an addiction, um, it, it has to be, uh, I, I, I think of it as, okay, I've got to prepare myself, what, whatever, whatever the addiction is, it's like you have to prepare yourself and be committed to winning that war 
uh, to be victorious. And so I know you had a disagreement about it, but you were right because you were trying to do what was in his best interest. So when we talked, I want to make sure, are you understanding that you have nothing to feel guilty about because you were doing what was really most loving for him? Yes, I I understand. Okay. And that's important because many, many times when we lose somebody on earth here in our in our lives, we can it it's very natural to say, Oh, if only I had if only I had done this, if only I had done that and um sometimes we get stuck when we do that. But um you don't uh, your focus needs to be what do I do now that is in the best interest of these children. And so I think if there's anything else that's bothering you, we need to bring it up, talk about it. Um, is, uh, is there anything else like that or, or just anything that is a challenge to you that it's hard for you to get past? So I, I understand that... Um that I know um, that it's not my fault. However, there are moments where, like yeah, you mentioned, I do have those moments where I think, you know, what if I would have come home earlier? What if I wouldn't have had an argument? Um, and just I kind of replay the day, and I would wish to go back and, and change a couple of things that could have changed the outcome. And just a few days ago, I had a situation where I thought over and over again that same day and just many scenarios in my head. And, you know, and it just came down to the point where I um, felt as if I cannot move forward anymore, um, and especially without him because he was my main support despite of the situation that we were going through. He was a support. He was a, a great person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... You know, to be now alone and not have him, and I know that I'm not going to see him ever again, it's mm-hmm. been really hard. Um, and at some given point, I really felt like, what's the point of me here if he's not around either? You know, and it, yeah. at, at some point, I snapped out of it as well, and I felt a little selfish, but at the same time, I've been feeling very empty. Mm-hmm. When you have shared heart to heart and shared at a a deep level. Um, Obviously, we we don't have that kind of deep sharing with most people. And so, of course, it, it would leave a void. Now, I thank you for being very candid, um, sweetheart, because what you're talking about is purpose in life. Um, you can feel like, well, I, I, I you know, I, what, what, what is there to go forward with? I will tell you what is vital. You have four children, and how you are used in their lives, the values that you have, 
the way you can influence them can make all the difference in the world. And the reason that it is imperative that you keep in mind, okay, I feel alone, and you do feel alone from a, as you said, a partner situation. He is not alive any longer. But you are not alone. Um, You will have the most influence at this point, more than likely, than anyone for a period of time in the children's lives. Usually the mother is the most significant up until, um, I'm going to say, puberty, even in a boy's life. It switches for boys um, to to a, a dad, usually after puberty. Now, let me let me ask: uh, is is one of these or two of these? Or t- tell me which ones are boys and girls? My ten-year-old and my nine-year-old are boys. And my two-year-old and my one-year-old are the girls. Okay. So, um, again, it's natural for the the mom in the home to have great influence on these boys. Of course, you will for for the girls. Um, Let me ask, who also is in your life in a significant way. I, I'm clear that you live in New York, but do you have, or is there any family that is nearby uh, where you're living? Um, no. Um, so the, the apartment that we shared, it was just him and I and our children. Um, and then mm-hmm. in, in the borough that we, we live, um, we don't have anyone. Um, our family okay. lives in another borough. Okay, so you mean that they do live live in um, uh, in still in New York, though? Yes, mm-hmm. it's still in New York. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, um, are they a positive influence, or I should say it this way, do you connect with them? Well, um, my family side, uh, I do. With my mother and my and an aunt and two of my cousins, um, and yes, and a one of a, a close friend of mine. Ah, uh-huh. okay. And are you close to the? You said your mother, two cousins, your aunt. Are you somewhat close to them in terms of heart and talking and being with them? Yes. Uh-huh. So you consider them a positive influence? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Okay. And is there any, are there any males in your life uh, that would uh, be a part of even, like, for example, um, Okay, I did not have a father 
uh, present. I had a father, but it was a painful upbringing for me. And, um, but I had two uncles. I had actually three uncles. And I just think of, I had a positive view of males because of, and my brother was a, a year older, but because my dad didn't live with us, um, I had thought and, and really thanked God many times for the, the fact that I had Uncle Jimmy with the reputation of he had never, no one had ever heard him say an unkind word about anyone, which is extraordinary. It was my Uncle Charlie, and for some reason, he he's the one who really took interest in me. Um, and I, I watched how Uncle Jimmy, he was a scout leader, and was a very positive influence on my brother and on me. But I had positive uncles. And I'm asking because if, if there is uh, any male interaction that that your boys could have uh, is there someone that comes to mind that is a positive influence that's a male for your boys well as a male it's um someone i consider as a stepfather who's been a family friend for Good. quite some time okay i think it's helpful for when there is this situation, for you to even verbalize and say, I, I really would appreciate male interaction one-on-one um, -on -one with each of the boys because they're, they're, they're going to want, you know, the hand on the shoulder, the hand around the shoulder, um, the interaction of any kind, just personal attention, and for you to ask for that help, I think can be very significant. It is, uh, it's a need that we all have, and I think for you to, to have also that positive affection toward them. This is June Hunt from Hope for the Heart. One of the great blessings of my life has been both attending and leading conferences. There's nothing like getting together with God's people to be encouraged by God's Word. Let me invite you to join me in person or online at the Hope Together Conference, October 19th through the 21st in Allen, Texas. Hope Together is a new conference for those who feel called to care, coach, and counsel with God's Word. Hope Together is three days of biblical training, fellowship, and inspiring speakers. If you're involved in ministry at any level, whether a pastor, counselor, or you just feel called to help others, the Hope Together Conference has something for you. Learn more at hopetogether.com.
Do you ever struggle to believe that God loves you, that He accepts you, forgives you, and sees you as His precious, beloved child? So many people have a distorted picture of God that He is distant, disappointed, or doesn't care about what's going on in our lives. The truth is, God cares about you more than you know. We want to encourage you to check out June Hunt's popular devotional, Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes. In this 31-day devotional, June Hunt provides compassionate, biblical insight to help you understand and embrace the life-changing identity you have in Christ. Each day provides a biblical truth along with a short reflection and journaling questions to help you see yourself through God's eyes. We give this devotional to every caller on Hope in the Night because it has changed so many lives. Get a copy of June Hunt's devotional for yourself or a loved one at junehunt.org. Welcome back. I'm Jeff Oliver. You are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. This is a ministry of Hope for the Heart, and we thank you for your prayers and support of this ministry. If you have any questions about this topic or any number of topics, we have over 100 of what we call Keys for Living that will help you to address your situation. Our Keys for Living provide biblical hope and practical help on a variety of topics, and uh, something sure to connect with whatever you're dealing with in your life. Just call our customer support team. They're at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'd love to hear from you and help you access the right resources. Maybe they can point you to a free resource on our website. You can have the quick reference guides there on so many topics, ones that you can even download, print out if you'd like, and uh, just a couple of pages there that you can use. Also, we have our our keys for living that they can order for you and have sent to you pretty quickly. So we are recommending t- tonight the keys for living called guilt, living guilt free and a customer support is at 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. Also take a look at our website for all the resources that we carry here. It's hopefortheheart.org slash store. You can find the updated Keys for Living. That that uh, area is being added to monthly with updates of our previous biblical counseling keys. They're now Keys for Living and uh, the updates and uh, a new look to them. So you'll want to find out that. Uh, again, new topics all the time. And we have uh, topics such as stress, anxiety, fear, abuse, marriage, parenting, so many more. And uh, again, updates on those. So uh, just check that out. Also, the Lifeline to, to Hope online training is there. That has been a helpful tool for pastors and churches looking to start or grow a care ministry in their church. It's a 10-session uh, volunteer caregiving training course. And again, that's called Lifeline to Hope. There's also a place called June's Place there. It's a curated bookstore with June's Bible studies, uh, resources that she's done in the past, also uh, music CDs as well. So it's all there at hopefortheheart.org slash store. Well, we want to get back to tonight's conversation now with Rachel. Well, my friend, um, I want you to know that I've sent now for you to receive our material on grief And I'm going to share something here. Grief is the painful emotion of sorrow. It's caused by 
uh, either the loss, and sometimes it's even the impending loss, uh, when it is expected, uh, like with my mom when she had liver cancer, and I knew she would be dying and uh, because she had terminal illness. And my hardest time was before, actually, she died. But my point is that anything that has deep personal meaning uh, to you, and grief is a process. It's not just over when there's a funeral or uh, grieving has no set time frame. And the Bible says there is a time to grieve. A t- there's a time to mourn. And that means that it is normal for there to be, uh, and I'm going to say at times, overwhelming emotion. Um, it is normal that there would be times of tears um, and even not knowing which way to turn because this was not expected. You, There was no thought that he would be gone from your life. And all, but, but I can just say this, this is, and this is usually important. The other night when we talked, you, I asked if you wanted to humble your heart and receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. You said yes. And we had a prayer that you prayed and to, to receive Christ in your life. Now, He is with you. His Spirit, the Spirit of Christ, indwells you. And you're going to be counseled. And this is told, explained in the Bible. There are a lot of people who don't know the Bible, so there's no way you would know this because that's not been your your past. But I want you to realize that when you don't know which way to turn, the Lord who lives in you does know the way for you to turn. And the more dependent you are on Him, you know, when we hear the word dependence, a lot of people go, oh, that, you know, I don't want to be, to have a dependency. There's a good dependency and a bad dependency. Um, the good dependence would be for you to be dependent on the Lord who is living in you, the Lord who will ultimately counsel you, and He knows already the challenges you're going to have because He is all-knowing. That's one of the characteristics of God. God knows all. He is all-powerful. And when you come to a fork in the road, you will want to say, Lord, I don't know which way to go. Um, You know which way I should go. I choose to live dependent on you. And I'm going to ask if you'll give me a heaviness of heart if it's the wrong way to go. Uh, Give me peace in my heart for what is the right way to go. 
and he can give you what it's called a peace that passes all understanding. The Bible says that, that you will, you'll, you'll experience at times a peace that passes all understanding. That doesn't mean peace without pain. You can have pain and yet still be at peace. And the, the Bible says you will grieve, but your grief will turn to joy. Jesus said that, and that is a that that's why I'm, it's important for you to know. It is normal for you to have pain, for you to have, and it can be all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you could have tears. And I have an idea that you may have experienced that, where you're not expecting to have tears, and all of a sudden the tears come. Is that true with you? Yes, it is. Okay. That's normal. And let me tell you something else that's normal. I can remember going months later into a store. It was like a card store, like a Hallmark card store. And I normally am not in card stores, but... I thought, oh, and I was looking, I thought, oh, I like that. I saw a bird's nest with the little eggs, and all of a sudden I had tears. And I, the reason is that little scene of a bird's nest with four little eggs, it could have been three, but in this case it was four, and that's, there were four, um, my mother had four children, a son and three daughters. And I was the oldest of the three daughters. But the point is, when I saw the bird's nest immediately, and this was months later, I immediately uh, had tears that welled up in my eyes to the point that I had to literally walk out Um didn't have to, but I, um, it caught me off guard. So there will be unexpected grief that can occur, occur any time, any place, especially when we see something that reminds us of the one so dear to our hearts, the one who no, no longer lives in our lives. So grief visits us at unexpected times, and that is normal. So you will have that, and that would be true for the children. And, you know, it's interesting. Sometimes people are uncomfortable with tears. Well, God made all of us with tear ducts. Tears do not represent um, weakness. Tears are, are merely an expression of, of loss, of, of hurt. And so if the, if the kids have tears, then just say, you know, how 
you know, let's talk about what you're feeling. Um, how, are, how right now are the kids processing the grief that they would normally be feeling? So right now, um, for my nine-year-old, it has been a lot of frustration um, mm-hmm. and then crying as well. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes wakes up in the middle of the night and comes to me and starts crying and just asks me, you know, why, you know, why did he have to go so soon? Why couldn't, you know, the doctors do anything else? And I constantly am questioned by him. As opposed to my 10-year-old, my 10-year-old, he, um, it's very, became more reserved, more quiet. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when I do ask him, like, how are you feeling? Mm -hmm. He just does not want to even respond to me about that and acts like I didn't even ask him that question. Um, But at moments, I do see him that he becomes very teary, but when I do ask him, you know, what's going on to talk to me, he does not want to. Well, you can just let him know it's normal to have tears. And it's normal to feel um, be, to feel the loss. It is a genuine loss here on earth. And that's why um, it, it's good for you to understand that they do need to be able to um, have you as a safe person and you know there there are those who will say don't cry Mm-mm, that's that's not that's not wise so i'm glad that they have you and and just say tears only are are showing an expression that how much you care so i i think um you know you you don't have tears if you don't care if there's no relationship you don't have tears. It's because the relationship was endeared. And I think this is where both boys need to hear this. It is, it is normal to have tears because they, it, it's kind of like giving honor. You're, you're saying, I love you that much that I would have tears. If you or a loved one are struggling with a difficult life issue, we want to encourage you to check out the free resources from June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. At hopefortheheart.org forward slash free, you'll find over 50 free resources that you can download straight to your phone or computer. Our free PDF resources provide quick answers from God's Word on real-life issues, including anger, abuse, anxiety, family issues, forgiveness, and more. They are absolutely free and easy to access. Many of our listeners have found these to be helpful for overcoming personal challenges, and some have found them to be a useful ministry tool to share with others who need help with a personal struggle like guilt, stress, or worry. Whatever issue you or a loved one are facing, you can find helpful free resources at hopefortheheart.org forward slash free. That's hopefortheheart.org forward slash free. 
Are you struggling with a difficult life issue? Maybe it's a family problem, a private struggle, or something in your past you've never resolved. The good news is you're not alone. Sometimes we need to talk things through with someone who will listen to our story and help make sense of what we're experiencing. For more than 20 years on Hope in the Night, June Hunt has listened to thousands of personal stories, heartaches and challenges from people like you, and provided compassionate counsel from God's Word. No matter what the issue is, family, marriage, anxiety, abuse, grief, or just the daily stresses of work and life, June would love to talk with you and share help and hope through God's Word. If you'd like to talk with June on Hope in the Night, give us a call at one 800 917 We'll protect your privacy, and sharing your story might bless someone else's life. Give us a call today at one 800 917 That's 1-800-644-4817. You are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we'll get back to our caller in just a moment. If you have any questions or concerns about the topic of guilt, you can call our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central, and they'll help you access the appropriate resources. The keys for living we are dealing with tonight called guilt, living guilt-free, and customer support is available at 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. You can also email them at customer support at hopefortheheart.org. Ask your questions there regarding topics and resources discussed in tonight's program. That email again is customer support at hopefortheheart.org. Once again, we'd like to welcome you to call us if you'd like to be a part of the program. The number is 800 917 800 Just call and uh, let us know what you'd like to talk to June about on a future broadcast of Hope of the Night. That's 800 800- Night 17, and we really do look forward to hearing from you and getting you on a program pretty soon. So again, 800-NIGHT-17. Back now to our conversation tonight with Rachel. I have a thought that you might want to consider since it's uh, Christmas is around the corner. Is there something, or, or are you going to have something that would be like a Christmas tree uh, or something like anything that you're going to have any decoration? Um, so prior to um, his passing, um, we were going to buy a new tree. Um, um, and also my daughter's birthday is on December, so we were planning to have... Um, what to do for her birthday, her her third birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, but after his passing, I just everything just went for me. It, it just I, I I went blank. I, it just went out the window, and I have not even given him a thought. Um, and even just today, I had someone mention that next week is Christmas, and I did not even realize how close that was either. Yes. Well, sometimes. There could be something that would be like a little something that they could put in a window, and I'm I don't have it in mind, 
but sometimes there could be something that he owned that would be a part of a little, just like a like a little ornament um, for this Christmas time. It would be helping the boys just put something up. That, that that's just a thought, um, and it would you know it could be something minor that he had that he possessed some so so that they have something specific to do that they could make if if that's appropriate um realizing that grieving is is natural um be and not that not that the one year old would be able to be tracking many times a three year old which she'll she'll be three uh it depends on where what she can comprehend um that usually I'll, i'm going to be very candid it many times when there is a pet in the family that's the first time a child can really identify with death, and it is. Um, but, but without having any experience with death, children sometimes have they they don't uh, identify with what has happened. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yeah. So. You all of you, you are all at different places, but um, it is it is vital that uh, you feel the freedom to have the emotion that you naturally would have the sadness, heaviness of heart, sorrow, and that is absolutely normal, but. You are are not spiritually alone. The Lord is going to be giving you counsel, and He will use other people. Uh, there will be people who He can bring into your life who have wisdom. And so, I I know at this time you had plans, and yes. Um, it it is tragic that um, he overdosed, and uh, it caused his death. But since that is the situation, um, the 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 Lord will enable you to have strength. And but he he wants to bring people into your life that will come alongside you. And that's why I talked the other day about the possibility of a church where the kids are with other kids, and that can help them. And, and there could be children leaders, um, and then later youth leadership that help kids. And uh, there are other parents who will have gone through what you are going through right now and they can have a wonderful uh, influence 
Uh, I just know many times, because I had been a youth director, and I there were, you know, heartbreaking situations that families would go through with the death of a loved one, and um, so at at some point, uh, I know that we were wanting to send you some recommendations in that vein, just if you know when it's the right time. Is that does that part make sense? Yes, it does. Okay, because you know the church is uh, can be a precious place of healing. Not just any church, though. If it's if they really teach the Bible, and the children can respond phenomenally, it can be such a help because. Children leaders, they are compassionate. They uh, they care, and that you you know it's precious when there can be. Sometimes you meet someone who's wise, and it's it's not taking the place of your mother because I know you have a mother, but there can be like a, a spiritual mother who is able to help you. In your life, and I, 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 uh, there's a scripture that's I've paid a lot of attention to. It's in the book of Proverbs, and in the Bible, there are they call them books. They're it's like a a large chapter, but uh, these are books of the Bible, and uh, in there is the book of Proverbs. Proverbs has wisdom it's that's the uh, main focus of the book of proverbs and in there the bible says he who walks with the wise grows wise the person who walks with the wise grows wise and i think it will be very good for you to pray that god will send you wise friends, wise people that, and the Bible even talks about, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. So for you to have a wise friend and have wise friends, plural, one of the best places that you could find wise people that would influence you in your life would be at a a biblically-based church where they present not just Jesus, but the Word of God. And Jesus is, again, God the Son. And He literally has come to live in your heart The Bible says God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever would believe in him, to rely upon him, to entrust their lives to him, would not perish but have eternal life. And you have an opportunity when there are others who are authentic Christians who are wise that that uh, you can be influenced by them 
I remember the difference it made when I, who knew nothing, and all of a sudden um, I was exposed to people who, who were wise, some youth leaders, and I never ex experienced anything like that. But it made such a difference because I didn't know uh, how... I didn't know how to live. I didn't know what to do. And uh, mine was not a death situation, but it was a very um, kind of a bizarre background. And I, I didn't know how to respond. But God knew what I needed, and God knows what you need. So I want to encourage you, to also be aware um, that there will be times, my friend, when, like, when when is the birthday? What was his, your your partner that you were with? Uh, what what was what is his birthday when he was born? He was born on 1986. Okay. Well, I'm just thinking there are times when you need to prepare if there's an occasion. All the way from, I'm going to say, um, Valentine's Day. That can be a tender time for you. Or any anniversary. And what you do is you say, Lord, um, I know this could be a tender time for me. Um, put into my mind how to think. And look for what you can thank God for. Because, uh, for, by the way, through this, He will stretch your capacity for compassion. You will have a sensitivity to reach out to others unlike you've ever had before. I know many widows like in that situation where all of a sudden, because the loss of someone very dear to them, now they, their hearts are stretched with compassion. So this will be used in your life, but most of all, God loves you. He knows what you need and He will provide your need the more and more you're dependent on Him. We'll send our keys for living called guilt, living guilt-free. We'll send that out to tonight's caller. And we're able to do that because of you and your generous support of this ministry. If you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash hope. And we thank you. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our materials and past programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also, our program can be found on all major podcast platforms. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope. The preceding program was pre-recorded.